Good evening. Welcome to the Language of the Heart podcast. Uh, I've noticed that recently the microphone, I use my headphones constantly when I'm talking on the phone or recording a podcast or putting content on uh, Instagram. And I realize the microphone rubs up against my beard. It's like they're trying to have their own intimate relationship without my (laughs) permission. (laughs) So I'm doing my best to hold the microphone away from my beard, which is unnatural because I like to have the beard actually likes to get its own attention, but that's a different story. What I wanted to talk about is a father's love. And what brought this up was uh, my daughter called me today. She's in the stage of her life. She's five and a half years old and she's in the stage of her life where she knows how to make phone calls now and, uh, and make FaceTime calls as well. And so a couple times a week, she gives me a call or she FaceTimes me and you know, we talk about whatever's on her mind. So she calls me today and her mother and her mother's boyfriend have have broken up and, you know, they're moving out separately. And so she told me that. She said, uh, me and mom are moving and uh, and Jordan's not coming with us. That's the boyfriend's name. And she, <coughs> excuse me. And she said, uh, and I said, well, how do you feel about that baby? And she told me that she's sad, you know, because he's not, he's not talking to, to them much anymore. And I said, well, well, you know, how does that make you feel? And she said, well, I'm sad because I want him to talk to me. And, uh, happens very rarely, but maybe once or twice a year where my daughter is going through something, whether she's sick or, you know, she's really sad and I'm absolutely reduced to probably like the smallest I've ever felt. And I realize how completely and utterly powerless I am of taking that pain away from her. And uh, I don't think I would be doing her a favor at all if I were to take that pain away, if I were capable of that kind of power. And, um, you know, so I, I listened to her and I told her, honey, that you should probably go tell him how you feel about that and see if, you know, he might want to talk to you. And then I told her, um, you know, it's okay that you feel sad and it's okay that if you're confused right now, but I want you to know that your feelings are absolutely important and Papa's always here to listen to you when you feel this way. And the reason that I told her that is uh, because it's the only thing that I could do, you know, to tell her that she's valued, that her feelings are valid, and um, and that's it. You know, I don't really have any other answers than that. Um, but I do have my own experience of what it's like to not receive that and to not be talked to about what's going on when you're a child, when I was a child that was out of my control. And uh, it's always been, you know, like, what I feel is my life's purpose is to be the best dad that I could be. You know, even from a very young age, I knew that, you know, something like just wasn't, wasn't the way that it should have been. And I don't like to say that because I don't like the word should, because I feel like it directly leads to regrets. But I just knew as a kid that, that it could have been different and it could have been uh, better. And so I always told myself it would be, you know, when I'm filling the shoes of a father that I will do a better job 
than what I experienced growing up. And, you know, how I feel about my own childhood now is probably better served for a different podcast. But uh, what I know now is in being a dad and I've experienced it is that I get to not only give love to my daughter in ways that I never received it, but a lot of times when I'm doing that, I'm also giving it to myself, to the places that never received it. And it's kind of weird how that works. But the reason that I wanted to put this on a podcast is because it's been my experience, especially with, well, not especially with anybody, but with everybody that I meet, we all have something, you know, we all have something that we're scarred from or we're broken from and some more than others, some a lot, a lot more than others. And, you know, I've been shown that that love and that tenderness is available inside of myself for myself. And it's taken a lot of uncovering, uh, you know, what's going on. And it started with when I stopped escaping, you know, and for me, one of the biggest things that I used to escape were drugs and alcohol, you know, and I'm in recovery now and I've put in a lot of work and looking at myself a lot of different ways and, uh, you know, like done some very thorough self analysis uh, over the years and, and I've discovered that what drives me is love and, and compassion for other people and I'm not perfect, I fall short constantly, you know, but the amount of love and tenderness that I have for the world, for people in the world, you know, especially those that are willing to reveal themselves to me, um, is virtually unlimited, you know? And I don't want to sound like I'm some saint. I'm just a guy that was on a path that got really narrow and dark, and I found a brighter, uh, much more fulfilling path. And, uh, and I'm very grateful for that. And one of the ways that I try to give back is by loving the people, like I said, that that are willing to reveal themselves, to be vulnerable with me. And and um, what I want to say, you know, is that if you're going through something that feels uh, impossible to get through, that feels like you're drowning, that it's okay. You know, that, that it's a temporary situation and you can get through this. And the best advice that I could give somebody, even myself, <laughs> is to seek the people that want nothing more from me or from you than your happiness. And not for them, but to just be a part of your experience, you know? And uh, whatever you're going through, it's okay that you're going through it. And it's okay that you have the feelings that you have, whether it's sadness or anger, or shame, uh, self-hatred. Um, you know, those are all temporary feelings and I've learned that feelings have a beginning, a middle and an end, you know? And so those things that you feel about yourself or maybe even about other people, they can and will change. Um, you know, and one of the most important things for me is, uh, identifying those feelings first, you know, and then trying to not separate from my feelings, but realize that I'm not my feelings. So if I'm sad, you know, I don't have to say I'm sad. I can say that I feel sad and that, and then give myself permission to feel it. So I'm not judging the sadness and then accepting that at some point in time, I'm not going to be sad anymore. And depending on the gravity of the situation, it might be five minutes from now, or it might be, you know, 
an up and down experience over the next year or so. I mean, it's all different. You know, there is no, <laughs> there is no black and white, which is funny because uh, most of my friends would say that I live in the black and white and I have a, a challenging time living in the gray area. But, you know, I, I get to make progress and have conversations with people that, that do live in a gray area. And so I get to adapt and change my perspective of the world. Um, so hopefully without rambling, you know, I just want to wrap this up and say that, you know, if you're going through something and you need your feelings validated because you don't know how to feel, that it's okay that you feel the way that you feel and you can validate your own feelings. That is a possibility. And as difficult or as weird or as crazy as that may sound, um, you know, we get to practice these things if we choose. And what we practice grows stronger, you know? So if I'm practicing accepting my feelings, regardless of what they are or how uncomfortable, uncomfortable they may be, over time the practice will get easier, you know? And I will grow through all of that. So thank you for tuning in. I hope you got something from this. Please uh, don't, don't be shy and give me any kind of feedback. And uh, we'll talk to you next time. Thanks. Bye.